Welcome to the Cos and Brew Show! Yeah. yeah! Yeah! Yes, Brother Cos, it's the third show in a row. Three I weeks, Cos and Brew. I know. I in your know. ear! In your ear, giving you all that good stuff. All that good stuff. Hey, and you know what's been giving good stuff? It's the NBA playoffs, Cos. Oh, oh that man. broadcast school is paying off. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, not kidding. It's been great. I, I've, I've probably had more fun, and it has nothing to do with my 13-4 and four betting run that I'm going to pimp right now. Um, but it's been fun. I've really, really enjoyed these playoffs. I don't know um, how you feel about them, but uh, it feels like we got a good mixture of, like, hate between teams. Uh, I saw Herb Jones level Chris Paul. I nearly jumped out of my seat when I saw that because it was so funny. <laughs> All sorts oh, of good stuff herb. going on. Herb, herb. Yeah, um, and, and I guess, you know, the closeness of those series has been great. And um, so many teams that are, are kind of live wires. So uh, we're going to shuffle through all of what has happened. And there's still stuff happening, obviously, because you're on a time deadline. So we won't dilly-dally on anything today. I promise. No, not even a little, not even a, not even just a, a dilly. You don't have to dilly dally, but not even just a dilly. There's no dilly. There is no dally. We're just all business today on the cause and Bruce show. Let us dilly dally as we decide which series we want to talk about first. Um, <laughs> hmm, well, let's, let's quickly say goodbye to, I don't know. We'll pick the Denver nuggets first. Neither of yeah. them or neither of us thought they had a chance. What you got any takeaways yeah. from that series before we send them packing? Um, you know, just that, you know, Jokic is really good. And when Jamal Murray comes back next year, they, um, will be a force. Um, you know, I think that at the end of the day, the next couple of years, I think that Porter contract is going to be the killer for them because, mm. uh, you just, people just never are never better after a back surgery. <laughs> it's just, it's just the way it is. So, and this guy's had back problems since he, you know, before he came in the league and, I had a little bit of a that, head case as well. He is, he is, but you know, I think that they Malone had done a good job of keeping him in the the right kind of role as just a scorer, and I think that that's what he is. And but I think that you know, I think the best of Michael Porter Jr. might we might have already seen. So um, it's going to be interesting. It was that tough. Kind of money that they give him. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And 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 that one was an owner call. Is sort of the you know the rumors on that. Which you got to mm. just like, ugh, that's a gut punch. When you got a team like that, you got a player like Jokic and you, you, you really can make a move. You can make something happen. And, and that's the, you know, that's the driving force behind a decision. That sucks. Um, yeah. Jamal Murray, uh, Michael Malone's comments after the game were that he might not be normal or, or up to full speed for this upcoming season. And that was a little Jeez. rough. Um, and, and the nature of was those guys... Just kind of on and what's off. The, what's what's the deal there? Was there a issue with the surgery? Was there an infection? I mean, the ACLs have kind of become a such a common thing, and it feels like that surgery has been protect, you know, been pretty perfected, and the and the timelines pretty set. And like, what's with the delays? Was there something that, it, that this, went there's wrong something weird going us? on with it? Because he yeah. he worked out at like almost every game this this last year. So like before the game in front of everybody working out taking shots at one point in probably like 
January, he he looked like he had some zip on his fastball. And, and then it was like, okay, this guy's coming back in a couple months. This is good news right. for the Denver Nuggets. And then it didn't ever get better from there. And right. I, I thought his people and the team, and, and this applies to a lot of players and teams, they don't do themselves any favors by not being transparent with no. the nature of these things. And and so we don't know. And, and there's probably been some sort of a setback. And that's yeah. bad. So it's it's pretty rough. I saw a lot of the Denver Nuggets Twitter really kind of not not uh, throwing the towel in on this this version of the team, but there were some serious questions about it. And Jokic, all time great player. I mean, you gotta yeah. you can't miss on that. So you can't waste it. Yeah, I can't waste it. Uh, great to hear Draymond Green. Uh, we'll talk about the Warriors. I think toward the end of the podcast, since we've got a well. Yeah, we'll talk about them at the end of the podcast, and we'll try to attach it to the uh, the Memphis-Minnesota series. But Draymond Green was talking about Jokic really nicely after the game last night. Just, yeah, I heard that, yeah. I, I, the, you, that's a lot of respect from one of the league's more straightforward you know, players that doesn't really hold back um, right. if he doesn't like a guy. <laughs> right, right, exactly. exactly. Um, and what's, I mean, what's, what's really not to like? I mean, he's not like a Morris brother or something like that. I mean, he's, you know, he... No, he shoves Morris not, brothers. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. I know, yeah, he puts him in his place. Or like even like a Pat Beverly who's just kind of way past being useful and just is kind of, just kind of a show, kind of like... You know, Jokic is the real deal, and he, you know, he makes you work, and he, you know, makes you be on your p's and q's about everything. And so, I'm sure, like, that's bad news for the rest of the league. That, you know, that's like a, that's a really good warm up <laughs> for the defensive battles that Draymond's going to have. You know, <laughs> like to get to get Jokic right out of the shoot. It's a, it's a, you know, it's going to be a lot easier from this point out. So. I, I thought you were going. That this is a great uh, warm up for the recruiting pitch. <laughs> <laughs> for Golden State. Well, that, that might be coming, too. That might be coming, too. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that until you kind of – it sounded like you were going to say that, and then you didn't. And I was like, huh, yeah, you know, and you throw Jokic on a team like that. Oh, boy. All right, let's not do that. Never mind. Let's um, not do okay, that. Okay, let's say goodbye to the Chicago Bulls. I think – did yeah. you have them advancing? I can't remember. I thought it would have been closer. Than, no, once the injury to Middleton happened, I thought there was – I thought it would have been a much closer series – so, I mean, talk about the champions getting all champion on someone. That's I mean, what happened. That, that was just a, they, they just shut the door on that thing. That was crazy. They had another gear, and and that was yes. It was great to watch because, like you know, I I, I got some Milwaukee. Fu- That's here. here it's, it was great to watch because of my own personal benefit. I have Milwaukee futures, and I'm like, yes, all of you guys from <laughs> one to eight are just kicking ass and. Yeah. Looking great. And we'll talk about that a lot here. So let's not spend too much time on Milwaukee. Um, I thought Zach Levine pooped out his knee injury. Really? I mean, I wish they would have thought long term with that and maybe shut him down because I kind of wonder if he'll even ever be the same guy ever again. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's such a I mean, the good thing about him is he is long and his like skill skill wise he improves every year but as far as like the athleticism go he's gonna have to find he's gonna have to become craftier 
because he's just not going to be that guy that could just get the spots and rise over people. That that's probably a little bit in the back um, in the river mirror. So um, I thought we yeah, know. We'll I see. thought that's what it looked like. Though the last two three months was um, all mm-hmm. the straight line stuff wasn't quite there. So he just wasn't he was deferring a lot to Demar. Um, mm-hmm. Good to see Patrick Williams get out there and do some things. Um, you know, if you're Chicago, though, there's going to be a lot of question marks about whether he can be the guy or a guy. For him heading in, for them heading into next year. Um, shout out Alex Caruso. Uh, I thought he had a great series, and the minute I knew that he and uh, or that that his that he didn't fly to Milwaukee, I hammered Milwaukee minus twelve. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, my little gambling games. All right. So, anything else on Chicago before we move it along? I think that's the two eliminated teams. Yes. Well, there's there's another team. There's there. a team in the uh, in that borough. <laughs> oh yeah, those guys. Uh, thank you, cuz. I, I I woke up in the middle of the night. I couldn't go back to sleep, and I'm forgetting things. Uh, those guys, the Brooklyn Nets. What new can we add to the conversation? Because I think we've already covered that Kyrie's a dumbass. My words, not yours. <laughs> I'll take the I'll take the lead on that. Uh, yeah. Katie uh, is a kind of a mess in the playoffs <laughs> yeah i i don't i don't know that he doesn't have an injury that we don't know about who kd uh yeah I, I think he might have something he might have had something going on but he also he also got roughed up he, he also did not answer the bell you know like <laughs> if they play physical was, with him was, if the refs let them they whoever they are i'm like al horford was able to stay with him because he could put his hands on yeah. him yeah, yeah. I mean, that was just a. It's going to be interesting going forward because, like, that's the blueprint. You know, like they're, you know, they're going to have to figure a way. He's going to have to figure a way with because good teams that have a lot of length and and size, like, it's all, every one of them is going to do that, and there's no relief coming. I mean. I don't know that Ben Simmons is ever going to play a game for Brooklyn. <laughs> wow. I mean, I know we banged on that so often, but like it just even got worse. Oh yeah. He 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 you know who he reminds me of? I'm a Raider fan. He reminds me of Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> he, he, he's a guy that at the end of the day really has no intention of being a professional basketball player. Like if it was easy for him, he would. But now that there's some difficulties, he's really not interested. He's got a bucket of money and he just wants to dress really what he thinks is nice. And uh, <laughs> that, that 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 be the end of it. I mean, he is he's just delayed a, laughter on that. He's just not a very. Uh, he just doesn't care. I mean, you know, it, so uh, it, it's, it's going to be. Well, shout out show, show, show a friend of the show, Daryl Morey. How the hell he got anybody? I mean, but even that we'll talk about with the Philly series. Um, yeah. but, but the fact that he got anything at all, a pack of donuts, like I don't I'm so in yeah. awe of how he pulled that off by just the chain of events. And it really did take some lucky you know, breaks to find another dysfunctional situation <laughs> to it is the most, I don't think we'll talk about this trade in like five years. Like I really don't like, cause I don't think either player will really be around. Um, 
Yeah, they, they, they won't be around. They won't have an impact on it, it, the little the teams. They will be a part of a narrative of when stats became easy to get, and it'll be sort of headlined by Russell Westbrook and James Harden, where yes. we look and we go, well, those were the emptiest stats we've ever seen. Right. <laughs> and so, I mean, the fact that he got anything, Daryl, just I'm, I'm in awe of how that, that worked. And, and think about people and teams and organizations that actually showed interest in Ben Simmons and interest in trading, you know, go back to the deadline and like teams that actually were like, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And he's season. I mean, the Warriors were rumored, obviously the Kings. I mean, like just, wow. Everyone's just like, whoo. I mean, I get it to some degree. Like you gotta do your due diligence, but Jeez, and um, yeah, yeah. So that's um, the Nets in a nutshell. Steve Nash apparently has a vote of confidence from the team and uh, Kevin Durant. So I guess that's good in a sense that it's not like complete chaos over there. I don't know what that means for the you know the upcoming season. Uh, he, he's got no chance. He he needs to find a way to exit stage left immediately because if he really wants to coach in this league. Like those two dudes ain't about it, and he's he's got to figure out. There's no relief coming. You got Ben Simmons who's useless, and then you have you're gonna just constantly shuffle in a bunch of old guys. Like who? Bad you know, old like guys. Bad old guys. They don't have they don't have enough money to do anything. I mean, what? What are you gonna run it back with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond? Who Andre Drummond? And that's that's the funny thing is like. Andre Drummond played, I think, the best version of Andre Drummond. It's just an awful, it's just not a very good player, you know? So, like, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. And, no, and nobody that's even a decent role player is going to want to be there. And who, honestly, who know? wants to play with Kyrie? Like, you can't yeah. play with that. Like, you, you just can't. Like, it's... And to hear him talking after these, like, game three and game four, these are among the stupidest things I've ever heard in a sports setting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on. (laughs) I could do this all day. Uh, All right. So um, do we want to go to the series that nobody cares about? The Mavs Jazz? Oh, God. Not really. I mean, can we leave it at Utah? Looks like they don't want to play basketball. Yeah, I was thinking that, you know, I think we mentioned before that it seems like they don't like anybody, like each other. I don't even know if that's the case. I just think they don't like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like any of them hang out together, right? It just seems like there's literally 12 separate (laughs) entities that don't have anything to do with each other. And they don't necessarily hate each other, but they don't really love each other. They're not even trying. They're not trying to play for each other. They're just they're just twelve guys that are out there. You know, it's like you, you can just pick twelve random guys out of the parking lot and throw, some, and they would be. You'd get that same feel from them. So, you know, who I they don't miss. know what they're gonna do. They miss Joe Ingles Ooh. bad. Just well, I, yeah, that, he, that, he, I, he, not yeah, from a basketball perspective, but he's the guy that keeps it light. You know, he's yeah. the trash talker. Yeah. And and, yeah. and the connective tissue for that team. And yeah. that's uh, one of those business of basketball things. And uh, they didn't really get anything back. Um, 
So, I, I mean, Mitchell's hurt-ish. Um, yeah. It, it, to me, they just don't look like they want to play basketball. So I've got them. Right. I've got Dallas advancing tonight. Tonight? Question mark? Yes, tonight. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, I'm also betting on them because I'm a degenerate. Uh, so that's fun and interesting in the sense that Dallas is probably the, the more compelling of the two teams to, to come out. You know, and, and play the winner of Suns Pelicans, um, yeah. Just because of Luca and 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 I think the team is well constructed. In you know the the role players know what they're doing, and I I, I kind of there's a part of me that wants it to be less Luca and more Jalen Brunson. Um, to I, I, yeah, I, I think that if they, and not just in this series, but particularly if, if it's the Suns. But even moving forward, because like the Suns just have too many dudes that can guard him, and if he's going to have that kind of heavy use, usage, it's they're not going to be successful. He just he's just going to have to have other people as threats because there's just there's no way. I mean, they've just got too many guys that they can that he, they can that can you know cover him ninety feet and just turn him up and down the court the whole time. He's, he's just they can they all take take care of him. You know, he, it's just it's just. It's not going to happen. He's frustrating in the sense that he takes about like five shots a game that he has no business taking. None. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's, and it's, you can watch the team's reaction. Like they all slump their shoulders a little bit. It's like, oh, again, like, yeah, that was, there was no then, purpose. For and then that. there's another, like, there's another five to eight possessions that he's orchestrating that are just awful because he's kind of going, he goes a little hard and, and tries to, and he dribbles and plods around. And it, and then, then you're just like, okay, four seconds left on the clock. Now, now it's going to pass it to somebody. Yeah, I was gonna say, so, he passes it to somebody. Hey, you take the hit. Yeah. It, it's like those, I mean, he's not, obviously he doesn't do it to the extent of James Harden, but there's just too many of those things. And against the sun, the guys that the Suns have, it's just not a, it's not a recipe for success. Well, let's. We got a choice. We got a fork in the road here. We can pivot. We can talk about who we're going to say would be the the Mavs' next round matchup. We could talk about Suns Pellies, or since you mentioned James Harden, this is a choose your own adventure book. We could talk 76ers Raptors. What say you, Cos? Well, let's, let's let's stick here at the West real quick. Let's just finish up our, uh, you know, let's go with the Suns Pellies. So, um, I got to hand it to the Pellies. Just flat out, like yeah, yeah. they are fun, legit, well coached. Their superstar plays like a superstar. Yeah, am I missing yeah. anything? I mean, like it's it's. I'm I'm, I'm interested. You know what I'm interested in is like I'm interested if the fans are gonna turn on Zion. <laughs> they are because this because this is like you know if there's any first of all the guys a no no show right and as long as the rest of them are playing like this if they hear any whiff of this like he wants out wants new york i mean if that becomes a thing he better get ready for a lot of booze when he steps back on the floor because, like, what, what do you mean you don't want to be a part of this, bro? Like, what, what are you b besides some dude that 
takes up two seats on the bench and wears some gaudy chains. That, that's all you. That's all you are to this organization right now. You, you know, know if, if we're gonna go down the <laughs> fashion <laughs> road, he's one of the worst dressed superstars I've ever seen. And and yeah. I'm not I'm not the person to know about that. Like I, I just can't. I watch him. I go. That's what I would wear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, if me and you yes. were shopping at Costco together, that's right. That is there not go. good for you. Yeah, right. Um, Seriously. Yeah, and and he, so there's a couple of things. I think I think in the next like two to four years, there's going to be some sort of discussion in the NBA about what these other contracts with shoe companies are doing to the game itself. Because like, there's these clauses <laughs> like you got to play a certain amount of games or you got to you know. I don't know this. I'm not a shoe guy. Like, but you're starting yeah. to hear murmurs about like guys sitting out like these full seasons because they're not hitting their numbers on these shoe contract deals. And hmm. that might explain some of these weird absences that don't make much sense, you know, in a vacuum. Right. Um, but then the right. other angle with Zion is when you're a high usage guy and like, like, do you really want to tilt? the perfect floor balance that the Pelicans have right now to Zion. I, I don't yeah. think he can handle it. Yeah. I, I mean, you, uh, that would be a, you know, I mean, if they were to get, say he was to get on the floor, if I was him, I think the best use for him would be like just a screen setter and energy guy, you know, maybe come off the, maybe you can give him some looks off the bench but if if he was to come in, which I, I'm quite certain he's not going to play, um, I would to, to now to now shift things. But it'd be difficult because what's he going to be doing? He's going to plot himself down on the block and and be screaming for the ball um, because he wants to prove you know, how good he is and how much this team needs him, And it's just a mess. I, mean, I don't think I, he can play this. There, I, he can't play this season. I mean, maybe if they I, advance. No. I, I think they'd have to advance. I don't think he'd be able to go next round either. I, I really don't. I, I mean, he, he looks yeah. extremely overweight and yeah. I don't care that he can dunk. Like there's certain elements of being that height that you can get up there, you know, with like a six inch, right. six inch vertical. It's kind of what it, he's not six inch vertical, but it's like, when he's doing these three sixties, it looks like he's getting like a foot, two foot, you know, yeah. of air. I mean, I, I, as of a couple of years ago, I haven't seen it lately. Like Dr. J can still dunk, you know, Jordan's, I think he, Jordan he, threw one down the other day. Yeah. The, the, Dr. J, he, he, he try he, he makes sure he dunks on his birthday. Somebody know? else so tried like, to dunk too, or did dunk. I forget who it was great to watch. It was like a 55 year old. Yeah, but the idea that he can dunk a basketball, that yeah. might be impressive to like the layman, but it really doesn't show anything. Yeah, <laughs> it it's, doesn't uh, show anything. It, it, it's not good. I'm looking next season. Like, I honestly, next season, I would be, if I'm a Pelicans decision maker or fan, I'm looking and I'm going, what can I get for Zion? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. just flat out, I'm going to put my trust in the 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 new Kevin Durant uh Brandon Ingram, my God, the shot making there is, I mean, he, he's made, it, 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 not in game five, game four, he made some of the toughest shots that I've seen players make in, in yeah. playoff situations. Like, there's, yeah. I mean, you can't quibble. I think he made like 10 really tough 
shots where the the net barely moved it it was it was really impressive and so cj alvarado jonas i mean it's like a perfect mixture and they're taking the suns and really pushing them um yeah granted no devin booker but i i just that suns team is so much good depth right yeah they uh <laughs> yeah, Brand is a real deal. It's kind of funny. It's kind of the time to. I'm gonna take this opportunity to pat ourselves on the back because I remember very clearly on our show us both taking Ingram in the draft over uh, over Simmons, and those like first two years, it looked like oh, I guess we were wrong, but whoo, <laughs> boy, we are not. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, are far from we were far from wrong on that one. Good lord, <laughs> I'm not a draft guy, but. Uh... I'm, I'm glad we don't miss much here at the Cosm Brew show. Uh, or who knows, maybe we do. We just don't remember. Um, yeah. So another benefit for Cosm Brew show listeners, as I'm on my 13 and four run, is I will let you know that I'm taking the Suns tonight in New Orleans. Um, I don't think they can let it go to seven games. I don't know that it's like in their DNA to let it go to seven games because, um, you know, that's a hell of a risk. Like, I think that they also got their asses kicked. Like, I, one of the rationales for taking the Suns in the last game, which they covered, was, the, as I alluded in the open, like, they freaking punked them. Like, I, I mean, the physical nature of the punking that was going on in New Orleans for Game 4 was really shocking in the sense that, damn, Phoenix was a favorite, you know, heading into this thing. And they just, like, did not care. Jose Alvarado did not care. Herb Jones did not care. That sequence where Herb Jones, he leveled uh, Chris Paul right in front of, I forget who the ref was. Yeah. And it was like the ref had seen a previous antic by Chris Paul. And it was yeah. like that that jail yard sort of like, yeah, you can go get him. Go yeah, get him. Yeah. And, he, and he just leveled him. And at that point in time, they started to crumble after that. It was, it was yeah. that play, Alvarado. Um, Jay Crowder started losing it. So I, I think yeah. um, like I think they remember that. And I, and I think that they kind of took it out on them in game five. But you kind of got to go back to the scene of the crime and yeah. uh, to get that full closure. If that's really actually a thing here, I, I think it is. I mean, you know, you don't forget when you get punked. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think um, I think it's going to be the, the main thing has got to be uh, Aiton. I think they got to go to him early because they got to do something about uh, Valanciunas. They got to, he, he, he can't just be a screen setter. Cause I think that that's just like, I don't know. I don't think that you're, I don't think that you're wearing him down enough. So I, I like to see, you know, them actually ISO him on the, on the block more and make him work, especially when they, when there's a switching happening. Um, but I, I think that's going to be key in there, um, getting this thing done tonight. Because you you don't want like you, you need to get Chris Paul the proper rest. You know he he just can't you can't extend him. He's just then that's what's scary about the Booker injury. It's like Chris Paul is always three extra minutes from having a <laughs> catastrophic injury. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's just you, you just need to get this thing done, but you need to do it in a way that keeps everything in check. And that's just hard to do when 
you're trying to win playoff games because you just want to win every one. You can't really you can't think of the future. If you have an opportunity to win a playoff game, you have to go all in on it. And that means, you know, extended minutes for Chris Paul. So to me, you involve Aiden a lot more, a lot earlier. You have a chance to get that 10 point cushion that can allow you to give Chris Paul the proper rest. So um, that, that to me is going to be the key to, to them winning this series and really moving forward because it, it just, you know, if this thing gets to a game seven and he's got to go another extended game, it might not happen in that game, but it might happen the first game of the next round. Yeah, that I'm, pop goes to Hammy, you know, it's just. The futures odds reflect that risk. The I think the, the feel around the league. You know, I'm sure the, all the contenders are looking at this and saying, aha, yeah, you, you guys go seven, please. That would be great. <laughs> right. And right. Um, to your point about eight, and if you're a Suns fan listening to this, you probably feel pretty good about that advice because he's really efficient and makes pretty good decisions. And I just am a big fan of getting the ball anywhere near the paint because the heads turn and then you can start to get some guys some open looks. Mikhail Bridges, um, no real surprise there. Uh, where, where I see Phoenix's weakness is the Landry Shamit minutes. Um, Cameron Payne did a little bit better in the last couple games, so that's good news for them. Um, and then they got Aaron Holiday on the floor. I thought that was smart because uh, Shamit was struggling, though Shamit got a lot of minutes and he wasn't as bad in the last one. But some of the Shamit stuff has been, like, team-killing bad. And uh, Tory yeah. Craig, team-killing bad. Um, yeah, those are the things I get concerned about um, and on the New Orleans side. I just wonder if they can keep playing at that high level. It feels like they're over baseline and going on house money and adrenaline. And I just I, I kind of think that they might slide down a notch or two. Um, just, I, I would do that. They, they don't know what they're doing yet. You know, right. they, they, they just don't know what they're doing yet. So I, that's that's going to be there's like a, another a plus kid in sense. Vegas for the first time. Um, right. But but hats off to them because of the way that they've comported themselves and, and just every aspect of everything they've done has been awesome. So um, I'll advance the Suns. Are you advancing the Suns cause? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think they I think they finish it tonight. OK, so let's yeah. clean yeah. up some other stuff and maybe we'll do some look ahead if we have time. But um, we still have let's go Grizzlies T-Wolves because that's a spicy meatball. No. Yeah. Um it's interesting what talents will do for you in 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 the NBA. Like this Minnesota is, is like getting by on talent, mm. and Memphis is maybe not as ready as I thought they were for the big show. So you're you have this really close series. So um, which you know I, I did not expect it to be this close, um, but. I didn't expect the yes. star players' dads to be so close. And I actually have a follow-up point to that. Yes. Like, so John ja Morant, I have not seen him play this, what's the right word? I haven't seen him have this many bad decisions. Yeah, it, he, he's definitely someone that it looks like the moment is getting to, right? Among like, others, I think, like, I think that, yeah, but he's a guy that we are ready to put in the like top five player in the league type of thing. And I mean, he's, he's really struggling. I mean, he looks just kind of out of control and he's not, he's not understanding the idea that in playoffs, things are way harder 
Keith just thinks he, he's just driving with no real plan, you know, because in the regular season, the help wasn't coming. And now everyone's dialed in and, and the help is there, but he's committed to, uh, you know, a drive a hundred miles an hour down the lane. And yeah, maybe he has a highlight dunk, but more often than not, he's driving all the way under the basket with no outlet um, or he's his taking one of the his patent, you know, uh, go go gadget arm uh, layups, but they're a little bit further out because the help is there faster and they're just not going in. Um, and so he's really struggling. <laughs> That's just the bottom line. He is struggling. Well, so, and uh, then Jer- <clears throat> pardon me, Jaron Jackson is really oh struggling. What is his deal, man? Keep your hands to yourself, bro. I well, it's there's there's just something of vibe about this series, like, and and it, this is where I'll tie it into the to the dads being friends. Like, on the other side, you got Carl Anthony Towns treating this like it's an AAU game, like literally, like I mean, just how many plays in this last night? I probably counted four or five plays where it was just pure, like. Oh, I just I, I, I just kind of let the ball slip out of my hands and go out of bounds, you know, like or, you yeah. know, bad decision on offense X, Y, Z. And, you know, just the, the talking like there's kind of an art to trash talking um, where if you talk at the wrong time, it kind of says something kind of about where you're at, your mentality. I've seen a lot yeah. of that. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, he. It, let me try to suture this point up. Is this the case where the opponents are drawing the worst out of each other because of the style of play? <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, because these games have been drunk, com- man. These, like, like, let's yeah. not bury the lead. Like, I, I watch these games and I don't even. I'm like, why did I even bet on this? I have no idea. Oh, we were, we were laughing this weekend. We're laughing hysterically at the like consecutive turnovers by both teams like it was like it was ridiculous we're like is this like if you went to a fourth grade co-ed boys and girls club game and got every you know 10 year old drunk it might look a it might look a little (laughs) bit better than this game i mean it was ridiculous it was it, it was it was really awful basketball you, you, you had a game with like, two historic like, collapses within yes. it what the, how does that even happen you got this this last game i was watching and then even the refs are kind of like involved like i watched maybe like three or four really pivotal calls go by and and it's weird because i like um jim jackson i think is on the call um, uh-huh. and I forget who the, the play-by-play is like there's elements of them being good at this then like these major <laughs> foul calls were happening and they were just kind of not even noticing them and, and I mean there were and it was you had the Jaron versus Cat angle who's going to foul out first and there was like one reversal of a call that like they just didn't even cover and it went from Cat getting his fifth to like going to the line for like an and one or something I don't know um, yeah, they're definitely over it. That's for sure. Yeah, and they've been probably just talked to so poorly by you know the Jaron Jacksons and the Cats of the world who complain that these aren't fouls, and you see the replay and you're like, "What the man?" Like, yeah, like, yeah, you're making Demarcus Cousins look like a saint. And yeah, right. The um, <laughs> then you have within this little tasty meatball here, you've got Anthony Edwards just absolutely making me drool watching yeah like yeah 
and the defensive play last night was really unfortunate. Two nights ago was really unfortunate because yeah. it, it's like the one thing he's doing wrong right now is a little bit of gambling for steals. And but 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 that's a product of them. That's that's kind of like it's kind of like the Nets on that last play of game one. Mm-hmm. Like when you have no when you have no defensive fundamentals. They they rear their ugly heads in the biggest moments, and it's 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 not it's just it's not just him. It's just the way that they play. So those things come to bite you, you know, in big moments. So it you know I, I felt bad for the kid because yeah, that was really um, bad that the you know series would turn on something like that. But when you haven't played defense or been demanded that everybody play defense all the time, that that's what happens. We um. We'd say this all the time. They got to trade cat and get out of that business. And then oh, so soon because it's, so, it, it's cr- as soon as possible. Like, could you do it after a 30 point game? <laughs> like right now? Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Cause like within that chaos, then you just get like an Anthony Edwards possession where you're like, Oh, that's unstoppable. It's efficient. It's great. There's no wasted movement. And he looks ready for the moment. You should go do that 50 more times. Yeah. And they don't because it's cat's yep. team, you know, in many ways. <laughs> So, uh, big game tonight or tonight, tomorrow, no, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, Friday, um, Grizzlies favored by one. I have not played this game because I'm tired of getting, you know, handed to me. Um, a couple other things on the Grizzlies before I ask you for your prediction. Um, I think it's interesting. They did pull DeAnthony Melton out of the rotation. I don't think he has a player to cover in this series. Um, he is so necessary to chase Steph Curry around. He might be one of the best players in the league at chasing Steph Curry around. I'm really interested to see what they do in Golden State. If he is all the way out of the rotation or do they get him back on the floor? How does he handle it? Because he, like a lot of his teammates, has been underconfident in the beginning of the series in terms of just like he gets the ball. I, and I think that's a byproduct of the the John Morant and Dylan Brooks stuff is when the offense is so kind of like it's bad, right? So you're, you're a, a role player and you're like, man, do I want to be the guy that pushes the envelope right now? Um, so he just sits on the perimeter and probes, takes challenge jump shots. You know, a lot of his jump shots were the guy flying at him, you know, the kind of bang, bang jump shot that good shooters make. He's not a great shooter, so he's not made his shots yeah. and they pulled him. Um, so just even looking forward, that's what I'm wondering about. Because if you don't have Melton on the floor against Steph, I'll just take the Warriors all the time. And, and it's really going to be hard as we look forward to to take the Grizzlies and we're going to cover that in detail at some point if not today if um in the next show but let's before we do that what do you got here or I mean it's in Minnesota it's in Minnesota I don't know I I I see um I see a I see a big letdown by the Wolves um being that it's home I just and I could be dead wrong they're just hard because they're just hard to predict because they just are you know they i mean cat and d'angelo russell and pat bev they're just a bunch of like i mean they're just a bunch of clowns right they're just that. out there they're just out there just kind of <laughs> hooting and hollering and pounding their chests and it's just like play basketball do some do something before you start to act like this you have done nothing well but that that's when i come back to the the carl anthony towns stuff you know and i mean at least we've seen john morant be the man and so like the bravado from the dads it doesn't like 
it doesn't rub you the wrong way with with jaw but like i see cat's dad out there and you know they're just i'm like okay now i get it like yeah right (laughs) like i understand you are just talking trash that's your primary concern and (laughs) and it's it's and even in his post-game interviews like after they won it was like i'm like man you sound like a loser like yeah and and i don't mean that in a mean way i mean it in like an excuse making sort of like he was defensive it it, he he said what did he say he said something like you know when i when you're given the opportunity to be great i'm you know when i'm given the opportunity to be great like so when you only shot the ball four times the day before was that they, you weren't given the did they not did they not t- throw you the ball at all i mean like what what are you talking about yeah it's what it's what are you talking about it it really just they feel like an AAU squad in the sense that like you know the parents are probably arguing for shots with the coach and <laughs> you know the politics of it all are like driving everything and and that's how they think that this works at the NBA level um, right. D'Angelo Russell, I guess it's not surprising given the amount of defenders Memphis has that really match up well with him that yeah. he can't even get a shot off really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, they got to, he, that's that he's got to figure something out. The coach has got to maybe put him in screen and roll at, at, at different areas of the floor, but he's just not. He's just, they just got a lot of guys. Well, they seem committed (laughs) to the five out with Cat, you know, handling up at the perimeter. And, yeah, I mean, because you got to get Russell going. And that's that's kind of where you're going to get your haymaker potential from at home. But I'm with you. I I think when you have that kind of lead in a a game where you could come home up 3-2 and then you lose that lead... It wasn't like as brutal as some leads that I've seen, you know, get squandered where it's just like really bad. But there was some pretty bad yeah. stuff in there. And yeah. that I think might stick with them. And then I think there is something to be said for being the home team in a game six and a must win. There's a different kind of pressure. The crowd can help you, but it can also right. hurt you. And I'm going right. to probably end up taking the Grizzlies. I just needed to have an ounce of self-respect and not jump at it the first time. Um <laughs> So, uh, okay. So, um, we didn't say goodbye to the Hawks, but I think we could quickly just say bye Hawks and, and be good with bye, it. Hawks. And, yeah. um, that leaves us a little bit of time here. Cause tell me what you got on, on your time clock. What can you handle? I got, I got, uh, eight solid minutes, eight solid minutes. Okay. Let's, then I'm going to ask you, what are you looking at for next round? That's piquing your interest. That's something that fits within eight minutes. Well, we still got uh, we still got Raptors and uh, 76ers. Oh, geez. All right. Well, let's do that. My bad. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I, I'm the hostess with the mostest, and um, clearly I need more sleep. So I took, <laughs> of course I forget this, I took the Raptors tonight. As, okay. As plus, plus 1.5. Um, yeah. And I'm feeling pretty good about it I, I i shouldn't because it's the raptors i feel like the raptors have this built-in like dump button where they just like randomly just fall apart in a in a series yeah. in a game so that's like my only fear right now but yeah no matisse tybull that means you got yeah. um tobias harris sliding over and then danny green sliding over 
mm-hmm. to cover the OG Anunnabis and the um, Pascal Siakams of the world. Yeah. What do you think here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for them to get out of this, to get it, to end this thing today, you know, Embiid just has to go nuclear. Like, he's got to go 35 to 40, 15 boards. Four guys got to run back on D, and he's got to crash offensive boards. Um, because, like, you heard all the, like, you heard Doc, Doc Rivers get all defensive about the uh, comebacks, right? I, I just saw it fly by. I didn't jump in. I know it was about Orlando. Yeah. I know it's a thing. Yeah, they they listed all those things and he got all defensive and he had like reasons for why they happened to the different ones. And like, people are like doc rivers feeling, um, the heat because this has happened before. I'm like, it's, in my mind, doc rivers is feeling the heat because he knows that their team is a complete dumpster fire right now. Yeah. Like, you, you know, like when you, when you're coaching and you have like assistance, like everybody's got guys that the, players like more right and you because you kind of have to be the hard ass and your assistants are the guys that are supposed to talk to guys a certain way and stuff but you still hear what the conversation is and then the assistants always come back and report after the game right but the issue what what they're hearing what he's hearing lets him know that they are so disbanded that James Harden has no intention of playing hard. Like they, they're just a mess. And so I think that deep down he knows that they have an excellent chance of losing this, losing this series, because if this thing goes back to Philly, I mean, the crowd is going to be nervous. It's going to, it's going to be a really difficult game. And they don't like James Harden. (laughs) Well, that's clear. Like, it's clear. Like, no one likes him. The teammates don't like him. Doc Rivers doesn't like him. Nobody like, it's in the, clear and obvious. Nobody in the league probably does. I think like when you <laughs> do that, when you do what he's done throughout his career and act, the, it's an, an affront to the game of basketball in many ways that like you could think yeah. you could come in fat and, and call your shot like that and push your weight around right. and you haven't won nothing. Yeah. You've All you've done is it's, choke in the playoffs. Historic choke. Like... And, and the style of play that you have, like, I, I, I as a baseball player played this style, you know, very like, I'm going to get by on whatever rule I can get by on. Like, right. You right. know, like, and, and I understood why the other team didn't like me. Like, right. it's, it's like, you know, it, it's a different style. It's right. It's not, I'm going to just beat you, which I would have loved to have played that style. But if I could have, I would have. You know, right. And so you're playing that style where you're taking advantage of every little rule and every little technicality and basically creating the gather step. And now, you know, you're 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 fat, slow, underconfident, unwilling to take shots. Don't play any defense at all at zero value on offensive possessions. (laughs) Yeah. Like I've never seen a player do less on a f- basketball floor. Yeah, he's he's something. He's special. Like, serious. That would be his claim to fame. Like stood in one place for twenty four seconds, ten consecutive times. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, yeah, I remember, and I was, and I, I was dying laughing when I heard the Embiid. I saw the Embiid sound of like it's not his job to tell you know James Harden, and that. thank and you. I was just dying. I was dying laughing because I, I remember about about a, about a month ago or a month and whenever that trade was made, you know, the first two games and he's like, man, I've never been this so wide open before. Oh, and he was just a love. And I was just, we were like, give it a minute, buddy. Give it a minute. He's, he, this is a mirage. This do, is a mirage. James Harden is Do you think he's really capable. bought in though? Like I kind of like. Oh, hell yeah. He was like, cause he was cause, cause James Harden had to prove himself and he did for like three or four games. And then he was like, Ooh, this whole, playing hard and focusing thing i don't know and he went back to james being james the difference is this year he's fat he's slow he's old and he and the the, the aging thing is what like is really like getting him he can't like people like he do like he needs to turn on i don't think he can turn on. i don't I think yeah, this, no. is, this, this is what he is this is what he is he, he can't do it anymore so yeah they're in, in, a, in they're addition in a world of hurt. to be that size you have to be i mean i think we was i don't forget who we did this with last but like to be his size and play in an nba you know league you have to drink yeah. a ton oh yeah like you oh, can't yeah. eat your way no, no. I mean, maybe certain guys like I think Zion might be an eater, but like yeah, I think so. You got to drink your calories, spotty, so yeah, to get yeah, there, yeah. and and so it's like that's on top of it. Like if you go drink the night before the game, everybody smells it. Like right, there's no secrets with that kind of stuff, and and right. you know like there's a big old alcohol problem in the NBA. I mean, that's going to be talked about at some point in time, but like right. the in the locker room. I'd say a third of the guys are cool with going out, you know, and drinking the night before a game. Sure. And so then you get into the playoffs and some of those guys can't turn that off. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you wonder about with, with, with this kind of a team. Um, You know, can James Harden stop that during the playoffs? And in addition to, can he do what, you know, we said is basically turn it on. And, and you're right. I don't think he can, turn the corner on certain defenders anymore and he doesn't have his pet moves mm-hmm. anymore it's it's brutal and 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 as those comments from joel and came out it was like like game three or four first of all i, I I'm, I'm happy with joel and career arc over the last couple of years becoming a kind of a yeah. no nonsense call it out kind of guy that's been great um yeah. but that to me was a sign that like yeah this thing I, I wish I had been a little more aggressive with the uh, Toronto advancing futures. Um, yeah. Because they that's when I knew they had a shot. Um, okay, so tonight, are you taking the the Raptors to force game seven? I'm the, yeah, yeah, I'm taking the Raptors tonight for sure. Can I just it? don't, without Thibault, and unless, again, and it's, again, it, it has to be like kind of a, an epic game for Embiid, I think, is the only path to victory tonight for them. Right. Just uh, yeah. So I'm gonna guess that you're maybe in the same ballpark as me. Is that it's gonna depend on how this game plays out for a game seven prediction in Philly? Like yeah, yeah. I, I think if it's a if it's tight and the Raptors just get by, that will bode well for Philly. 
But if it's one of these things where just party you know, in Toronto, just... the games are never the game is never really close, and you know maybe they get it down the, to a twelve point loss or something, then like, oh boy, they're in a world of hurt. Because because again, I think Windhorse hit it on the head along you know before the playoffs started. He was like, they were like, who has the most pressure on him? And people were saying James Harden. And he's like, well, not really because he doesn't really care. And I think I think that's the case. I think like James Harden will have no issues with going home in seven, and, and like he'll he'll be also, he'll be just he'll he'll be partying that the next night in Philly. That's Philly. another <laughs> sign. Like you don't see like NBA. We're gonna wrap this up, but like no like NBA report will not take shots at guys that they think are going to be good for a couple more years like because right. they're like i don't want to piss somebody off right. whoever it might be right. like power broker xyz they're teeing right. off on james harden because they know he's right. out of the league probably and like i mean i don't want to actually i don't want to get too far with my skis because i think he can actually based on like bad teams out there like he could yeah. probably play another three four years and just do bad oh, yeah. stuff and somebody will pay oh, yeah. for it sure but as far as like being a serious you know high-end basketball player like top 25 no. he might not be there right now top oh, he's not top 50 right he no. might not be there right now i mean <laughs> yeah let's just be so that's where he's at right now folks yeah not, yeah not yeah. not not next year not three years from now um right okay now. so we're gonna get out of here in our next show we're gonna be talking about some version of like probably sun's mavs um Warriors, oh, Grizz, you, you, we 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 could do a second. We could do a second on uh, Boston and uh, Milwaukee. Okay, yeah, let's, let's let's do that. I mean, Chris Middleton announced out for this series, and probably yeah. maybe some of the next one. So, Eek, yeah. What's your thoughts yeah. on Boston, Milwaukee? You know, I, I still think it'd be a tight series. I, I I think that people need to recalibrate the importance of the win against the Nets. They're a bad team. Right. That's all exactly Boston right. Was, all Boston did was beat a bad team. And I will even raise so, my hand and say that I got a little invested in Brooklyn and you talked me off the ledge and I'm glad you did. Yeah. I mean, they, they beat a bad team. So the, people are like, well, look what they did to the Nets. It's like, who cares what they did to the Nets? You know? And I know Chris Middleton being out is huge, especially for late game. But like, I think. Lopez coming back the way he has and if Portis can shoot really well from outside I think they're okay I mean I, I think that they'll be okay it's going to be a really really good series and I it gun to my head I would take I'll probably take Boston but this is not this is not going to be a breeze I mean they, they are going to have to work and Tice is going to have to be almost perfect. Williams is going to have to be almost perfect on both offense and defense. They they cannot miss assignments because they're going to get the full Giannis. <laughs> you know, he's, he's going to give you will not you will not look at this series of Boston wins and go like, well, Giannis could have played better. Nah, he's going to he's going they're going to get the full dose. So um, they have good players, they, 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 Milwaukee. Like Grayson yeah. Allen is good. He's like, going to be a problem. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, you know, Connaughton's experienced. Um, yeah, Lopez is exactly what they need with the Giannis situation. You know, if you're going to crash, like they're going to crash. I think uh, Rob Williams looks bad right now. Um, yeah, 
that's going to be something that so like early in the series, you know, Milwaukee in the, the first game, I think, you know, punch him in the mouth while while Rob Williams is getting his lungs back. Um, yeah. You know, Al Horford I'm, really got like a great gift wrapped series for him that nobody yeah. ever took took advantage of his side to side. Um, I, I bet you I bet you if you had an honest moment with uh, Doku, he wouldn't have played Williams in that series. He would have given him the extra time. You know, and because and, I think he was like, oh, he's OK. We got to get him back out there eventually. Let's just throw him in there against Brooklyn. They didn't need him for Brooklyn. They didn't need him. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he probably got some benefit from like the extra running. But, you know, they got a couple days off where they're going to practice. They could have got that wind, you know, into his lungs. That's right. Yeah. In, yeah, in, so, in those days, it's. Yeah. Th- there's. um Something to be said about, you know, we call it in gambling injured star theory where the the star Chris Middleton is out and everybody pulls together and roles become much more defined. Shots become much more available. So everybody kind of gets to be their best self. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this one and I'm and I'm, I'm with you in the sense that I do think Boston is extremely overvalued because of the win over the Nets. And then the question becomes, it's unfortunate that Milwaukee has such a hole in that sort of three slot where yeah. there's going to be questions about how are you defending um, Jalen Brown and, and, and Jason Tatum. And it's going to come back yeah. to Grayson Allen and it's going to come back to Pat Connaughton and the team yeah. defense, which luckily they've got a pretty good team defense in certain respects. I mean, there's a lot of kind of question mark pieces. Bobby Portis would be a question mark piece. Lopez is kind of a question mark piece, but they kind of pull it together around Giannis and, and produce a compelling product um, to defend, you know, especially with Drew Holiday out on the perimeter. So, right. I, it's a close one. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on obviously uh, that series really closely. And um, I'll, I'll, I will take the bucks. Ooh, see, I really want to. I really want to. Um, it's tough. Yeah, I, I'm just, I, I'm just interested in like, you know, it just it really just depends on how many difficult shots they can make Tatum and Brown take. They you haven't know, been pushed they, yet either. Yeah, that that's that's what's gonna be the thing. It's like they they've got a. The, the game the game and in-game adjustments i mean budenholzer for them the wins really gonna have to be the best version of mike budenholzer like he's gonna have to figure out ways because because tatum is gonna go nuclear right at spots he's gonna he's gonna score 10 in a row he's gonna have like a 45 point day it's like but how is it how is he doing it you know it's gonna be like it's gonna be the it, it's gonna be the thing you can, you might be able to survive it if he has to take a gajillion shots, right? And, and you or can pack the paint against cold. those guys. And you can pack the paint, you know, if everyone's cold. Like, what are you going to do when you're looking for the pop from Pritchard, but then they put Grayson Allen or Drew Holiday on him, and he just is in the game not doing anything? I, you know? That, the, that, I think Boston is be... eminently defendable when you pack the paint and get good challenges on those threes that Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum are going to ultimately take, you know, Marcus smart right. as well. It's yeah, it's uh, a tasty meatball. Uh, I've said yeah, meatball yeah. like four times in this show. I'm kind of hungry. Cause has got to go <laughs> do some stuff. So I'm going to go have meatballs for breakfast. Um, well, this has been fun. Cause um, you anything you want to add before we take off? No, yeah, good. Good playoffs. Great playoffs. Though. All really right. Blast. All right. So, uh, 
Let us know how we're doing. Shoot, give us a shout at uh, Twitter at Cos and Brew Show, Facebook.com slash Cos and Brew Show. Tweet us. Let us know how things are going. If you are enjoying the show, if you have any feedback, let us know. We want to talk to you. Another one's in the books. Peace. Peace.